Physically repulsive, intellectually retarded, vulgar, insensitive, selfish, stupid. You have no taste, a lousy sense of humor, and you smell. Take this quarter. Go downtown and have a rat gnaw that thing off your face. How do you write women so well? I think of a man, and I take away reason and accountability. If I wanted a joke, I'd follow you into the john and watch you take a leak. Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. Thanks, Paul Kelly. I will get to the show, Paul Kelly. What's up, man? Welcome to another that wonderful was not the edition. Opening I pictured before Easter break. Oh, my insult <laughs> <Yeah>. opening. <laughs> Holy week here. Holy week, and I went with the insult <laughs> opening. Should we redo that? Should I give you a more? It's too late now. Should I give you a more holy opening? Is that what you're all looking for? Too late now. You think people tune into the Quizzo Trivia Podcast wondering what my opening is at this point? Do you think anyone actually cares about that? Oh yeah. Oh, there's actually somebody out there. Is like, I wonder what Drew's going to open with this week. Good for that person. There are no, there are some amazing things out there in the world in terms of creators being able to put something out in the universe and having people become huge fans of it. Like my daughter is this obsessed with this uh, dude called the Odd Ones Out who makes these cartoons on YouTube. Have you ever seen these videos? These cartoon videos? No, I, I don't watch YouTube. Normally. Basically, they're like uh, funny little stories that he animates. It's the only way I could put it. And uh-huh. they're mostly like little stories from his life. And his life, he's 21 and a millionaire. He's has not lived an interesting life yet. Yeah, I would love to see a documentary on these people who have made a fortune off of YouTube. Yeah, all his stories exactly are like, when I was 12 and I was into Boy Scouts, and like he does, you know, funny little thing. Have but they, they just have no out, real like, point. Is there a business behind these people that are like, like agents that are figured out how to promote this so it gets clicks and is that a whole business yet uh, there of course there is okay there, there has to be a super industry formed so, around so like this guy didn't just start off and no i think he did it pretty organically he posted it up on I, the internet i think it happened pretty organically for him yeah because oh, that's what i'm wondering like yeah, like pootie just, pie yeah yeah is his uh does he have like a, a machine behind him i don't that know that, that he does now but i think he did or i think i think he does now but i don't know that he did to get there so you think he got to fame without it yeah i think he probably got his initial his initial fame without it, and then it was, you know, a little bit more about people hearing about it and wanting to check it out. I can't imagine. But you don't hear about these, like, big Hollywood agents that are back in YouTube. No. Creators and Creators what have you. No, I'm sure it's an entirely different uh, grouping that huh? follows that. But, you know, interesting stuff nonetheless. And and this is, uh, geez, what are we, episode 106? 
of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast, Nick. Can you yeah, believe that? It's funny. Once you hit that 100 milestone, what's it? It's like Start losing track. Turning 21. It's like every year is a big year until you're 21, and then it doesn't like matter 40. until you're 30. Yeah, and then yeah, you're 40. you got to wait nine years for a right. big one. So yep. you, you hit that 100 milestone, it's like. Just, you lose track. When we get close to 150, I'll try to find something. To... I know we've got more than Cousin Sal. Oh, Cousin Sal's last? You know C- Cousin Sal, he does Against All Odds, the podcast? I did not know that. He just hit his 100th, like, two weeks ago. Good for so you, we Cousin are like, Sal. We're, like, keeping neck we're and neck, neck and neck with Cousin Sal. We now have our uh, our uh, our benchmark our in the yeah. air, barometer We're not going to catch Rogan, because he started about <laughs> 900 like, ahead of us, like and he's doing three or four a week. Right, so it's yeah, just, no. yeah. yeah, well, that's his moneymaker. That's, oh, yeah. that's how he pumps it out. He it, also it, does, like, sometimes three, four hours. We'd give you three or four. Nah. That's too much. For what we do, this is a very, this can't handle three or four of these a week. No. I can't handle three or four of these a week. I can tell you that. So once a week, we found our sweet spot, folks. You get this once a week. You're lucky if you get an hour out of us, if we're not that busy that week. <laughs> um, well, soccer season's starting, so. It's going to start getting busy, folks. <laughs> we're, we're coming right there. All right, Nick, I'm going to start you off with this um, question. First question of the Quizzo Trivia podcast, and it's appropriate. Because uh, we are in this month. What birthstone is used for April, Nick? You know what the the birthstone of April is? Yeah, I think I know this. Let's see what Nick's got. I think I know this. Memory banks. Is April the diamond? It is. Yeah. April is the diamond month. It's a good I know the good ones. It's a good one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's a good one. I think it's May the best is one. emerald. July yeah. is ruby. September is sapphire. There you go. That is the sweet spot. Sweet spot. All right. I take April Diamond any day of the week. Yeah. So yeah. I've a got good the name. ruby that's red a good, for, That's a pretty good stripper name. Stripper I got name. ruby for a- July, so I'll take that. That's a good one. Ruby July is not as good a stripper name as April Diamond. What do you think? What do you think costs more, an emerald or a diamond? An emerald. Yeah. That's what I say. Yeah, pure emerald, not a not a manufactured one, because most oh. emeralds that you see are not real emeralds. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yep. Most real most emeralds that are in jewelry now are. Uh, I certainly hope I haven't been taken. I'm trying to think of the last emerald I bought. If you see one that's too clear, it's fake. It's they they have, have, to have that dark color. They, yeah, them. well, they have almost like a cloudy, a cloudiness to them. Real really? emeralds, yeah. Which is bad news in diamonds. I do remember. No, that. not good in diamonds. Yes. When I learned that, what is it? The five C's of diamonds. Yep. Did you have to? Clarity. <laughs> no, because I gave uh, color, color, clarity, cut, cut. clarity. Yeah. Carrot. Carrot. Is it four C's? I don't know. It's funny. You asked that question about you know something borrowed, something blue, and so like my comment uh, to the rest of the audience was uh, the <laughs> if you don't know the answer to this question, you have never dated a woman. <laughs> it's like you know that's the thing you hear with every wedding conversation. Yeah, it's that year of getting married that you have to learn you go all through of all stuff, these things. And then yes. you know as you go ten years after you start to. All right, what do you got for me in episode one hundred and six? We're alleging. We we hope it's one hundred and six. Could be one hundred and five, and we'll find that out after the episode. It's kind of interesting. Makes it fun. All right. So, did you hear AOC is leaving Facebook? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> she has cited five reasons. I'm sure she has. And she calls Facebook a public health risk. They are. So I'll give you ten points each. If you could tell me any of the two, well, it, there's five. I'll give you two shots at it. Ten points each. Two of the five reasons that AOC cited as why Facebook is a public health risk: security, privacy. Not one of them. What? 
Not one of them. I think look at it this more as uh, public health risk to people, like actually their health, like their actual addiction. Screen time. Addiction. There you go. That's one. Okay. So addiction. Right, because nobody can have personal responsibility over what they do. (laughs) Not anymore. No. There's always somebody to blame. Now we'll blame Zuckerberg. Yep, yep. (laughs) For my for my addiction. So you got addiction, and there's there's still four more. There's to nothing go. worse than being nannied, than listening to somebody tell you like. Yeah, but w- look at the generation that's coming up uh, behind. They're us. horrible. The, the helicopter parenting of the, oh my the god, that have been nannied relentlessly. Still, they're, they're still, still being, being nannied by the same parents. Yeah. Oh lord. Uh, all right, so give them to me. No more guesses, huh? No, I I don't care. <laughs> it's more than not, not guessing. I refuse to participate. <laughs> I, don't, I, do not, I do not approve of this. Isolation. You're blaming Facebook now for your isolation. Okay, is Israel somewhere to blame here? Are they on this list? This makes sense. Depression. Sure. See everybody else living their best lives on Facebook. And you don't have a best life. You know. Anxiety. Missed the fear of missing out, right? That anxiety. And escapism. Those are her five reasons. Brilliant. Brilliant. Just thank you for that contribution. I'm uh, really happy we have you. Um, all right, here we go. <clears throat> the French are glad to die for love. They delight in fighting duels, but I prefer a man who lives and gives expensive jewels. Is a line sung by what actress? The French are glad to die for love. They delight in fighting duels, but I prefer a man who lives and gives expensive jewels. Is sung by what actress? Now, when you say is sung by what actress? It's a line sung by what actress. It's a line from a movie? Or is it a movie? Song in a movie. Okay. So it's from a song. Yes, it's from a song, and it's from a song that's in a movie. And you want to know the actress. And I want to know the actress that made that line famous. Extra 10 points if you could tell me the name of the movie. See, it's tricky because I'm like, I'm thinking of the actress that feels that way or not necessarily because it's a character. So, like, it sounds like something like a Zsa Zsa Gabor yeah, would, would say. Like a, like something like a. Something like a. Something like a. Like a Gabor. <laughs> so her sister? No. Okay. She's a Gabor, too. She right. She's no less a Gabor. Oh, what do you say, like a Gabor? Yeah, she's somebody uh, that, like, that, you know. It's the person else. who does sing this, if you now just switch them out with Zsa Zsa Gabor singing it, you're not missing. You're not far off. Liz Taylor? You're even. You're getting warmer. <laughs> you're getting warmer. Wow. All right. You want, you want the. Who's hit, more Zsa Zsa Gabor and Liz this Taylor person. than Liz Taylor? This person Zsa Zsa invented Gabor. the thing. So you want a little hint here with um, where we know this from? So the scene that this was done. We weren't familiar with it because it happened in a movie that was so long ago, we probably never saw it. But in the early 1980s, the most popular female singer of our generation spoofed this video. Oh, Madonna? You got it. And Material Girl? That's the spoof. Now, do you know what video she was spoofing? So she was spoofing a scene from a movie? Yes. Material Girl is a direct spoof of a movie starring a very famous actress who sang that line that I just told you. Ava Gardner? You've got like basically you've named every a person that <laughs> right. well I was trying to go further back than Liz Taylor. Think less talent, more fame. Oh, Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe. 
You got it. And where is that from, Nick? Diamonds are a girl's best friend. Boom. <laughs> Diamonds are. I got you twice on better. diamonds questions. Should have done better than that. No, actually, you nailed the first one. You got me back. You 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 cut the first diamond. You got uh, April is Diamond Month right away. Oh yeah, no, but, I meant I should have done better. Like I should have known that was Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, but that's the uh, that's the. Uh, the Madonna Material Girl video is a spoof of Diamonds Are a Girl's Best it's Friend. It's funny, as glamorous as Ma- as uh, Marilyn Monroe was, right? My thoughts of her are not. It's just funny how when you like, I don't go right to Marilyn Monroe when Neither I think of glamour I. anymore. I think of her as more of like a tragic figure, sort of, right? Uh, but yeah, if like you, a tragic but figure. This scene so was like, like her, her yeah, yeah. height. She yeah. was like the most desired. Like, it, it, I almost. <laughs> It's it's actually pretty funny because she plays like literally the f- the, the scene for about forty five seconds. She's just going around to every guy that comes up to her, saying the word no, 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 and no, 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 and it goes on for way too long, dude. And I was watching this, and I'm like, what did people do back then? Like, yeah, what I are mean, they? they just, I think they just How do you make it. that and then just be like, yeah, it looks good. That's good. People, that's going to hold up. We're going to like that. <laughs> it's, I almost want to play. It's so ridiculous, Just, uh, but it's a waste of time. All right, uh, throw one more at me, and then we'll move on to sports. Allen Ginsberg, William S. Burroughs, and Jack Kerouac were all writers of what generation? The Beatnik. The Beat Generation. The Beat yeah. Generation, yep. And uh, were, did they all write at the Algonquin? Were they all part of that Algonquin room the writers round group? Table? Yeah. Hmm. Were they? Was that? Was that that group? No, I think the Algonquin was earlier than those guys. Okay. For some reason, though, I wonder if Jack Kerouac does overlap. But I, I want to think the Algonquin. There's a famous hotel for those who have no idea what we're babbling about. A famous hotel in New York called the Algonquin, and they used to have this. They still do, actually. It's this gorgeous uh, room, and back in the day, some of the most famous writers in the world would just get drunk and. Yeah, the the New York, the top New York writers, but no, the um. The Algonquin was from, uh, like, 1919 to 1929. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, it was, way, it was way before. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, but they were sort that. of the predecessors to the hippies. Yep. And that whole revolution. You know, it's... revolution. It's so funny, because, like, uh, you look at society and what New York must have looked like in 1919 versus southern New Jersey. <laughs> we had, like, a farmhouse. Yeah. Yeah, it was farms. Yeah, there's nothing, nothing going on, and they had yeah, like a hundred years ago, the landscape. We recorded a concert at the Algonquin Hotel once. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, you were semi-involved, but you didn't do it with me. But uh, remember, we did this uh, jazz musician named uh, Stacy. Uh, what was her name? I do not. She was fantastic. Um, yeah, and it was funny. She just popped up on. Uh, uh, on some playlist I was listening to the other day, uh, Stacy Keen or something like that. Stacy, uh, I'll think about it. No, but, but uh, isn't the Algonquin like right off a of time? It's in time. Yeah, Square, yeah. Right? Like so now they have this right beautiful like uh, music venue inside the Algonquin. Oh, they do. So yeah, you can see like really nice jazz and you know stuff like that. Very classy, George. Classy, George. Is it? I can't stand that area. You know who I met that outside Times of the Algonquin? Area where, oh, right off of Broadway, I just can't stand it. Right, right after I f- got done uh, shooting that, um, as I was walking in, he was walking out, Johnny Cochran, before he died. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, hey, you're Johnny Cochran. <laughs> I said, hi, nice to meet you. 
I, I, I was walking right Which, by What that. a stupid thing to say to a celebrity, by the way. Hey, you're you. No kidding. I was uh, walking right in that same area, right where the Algonquin is, uh, a couple of months ago with my wife. Mm-hmm. And we're crossing the street. It's not Johnny Conquer, by the no, way. No, it's not Johnny to- Conquer. Totally different person. De- I'm looking right at, I'm like, oh my God, that's definitely her, Annette Benning. Yeah. Walks right by me. So I'm like, that was Annette Benning. And she's like, no, it wasn't. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm telling I'm you, 100% it was Annette Benning. Yeah. And uh, yesterday, I'm in the car listening to Stern. Right. And Robin is talking about how she went to the theater like three times this weekend to see three shows. Annette Benning. And Annette Benning was in the show. And I was like, I, I, right away, I sent the show to Bridget. I was like, yeah, told you. That was Annette Benning. Yeah, it was definitely Annette Benning. Well, that's the great thing about New York is people actually don't bother celebrities. It's all too busy. You don't really stop somebody there. Yeah, no. Who wants to be stopped? No, definitely not. All right, let's move on to sports. Um, unless you've got one more. Uh... No, we can go to sports. If you want. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's do sports. All right, uh, Nick. In two thousand one, who became the fastest expansion team in Major League history to win a championship? And what was that year again? Two thousand one. Who became the fastest expansion team in Major League Baseball history? Oh, in Major League Baseball, Arizona Diamondbacks. Yes, Arizona Diamondbacks. That was a big year. A big World Series because the Yankees had won three in a row, and when yep. the Diamondbacks finally beat them, it just felt like a win for the whole world, country, <laughs> for everyone who loved. So they did it faster than the '97 Marlins. Yes, okay that that would have been if you had just asked me what was the fastest team to do. It, I, I regretted as I got out after you asked for the year. I regretted the fact that I said it because I thought about it, but then I was like, eh, maybe that's too hard. Uh, I was like, maybe I'm purposely leading him in the Marlins answer. Yeah, I'm not direction. sure how many years, but I mean, how, the Marlins couldn't have been more than what five years. Uh, it was one they, or two years post, difference. Were they post the strike? Were the Marlins around before the strike? No. So it could only have been like three, three years then. Let's uh, we gotta look this up. All right, we will. But they are the fastest. I'm. I'm. Quite oh yeah, no, I'm not. I'm just wondering by like, because how it can't be that much. Well, that's their competition for sure. You got one to ask me, and while we look it up, yeah, sure. All right, so Tiger won finally. No kidding, I didn't. I hadn't heard. He went through an eleven-year drought of winning majors. Tiger, right? Two thousand. Oh, uh, majors. Yes. Yeah. Two thousand. Last Masters was two thousand five. Right, but majors, yes. major championships, yep. eleven years. So I was wondering if you could tell me who won the most majors. During Tiger's 11-year drought. Who took the most advantage of Tiger? Justin Rose? No. Phil Mick? No. <laughs> All right, so the Marlins started in 93. Okay. So four years to win. That is not a lot of years. Nope, I think Diamondbacks were 98. How could you feel? Like, what do you feel like if you're a Cleveland fan? <laughs> I'm a Mets fan. It's been thirty. Well, that feels a Jet fan. It's not even the same sport. You know what I'm saying? Like the Houston Texans are a way better franchise than we are. They've been around for like six minutes. Ninety eight. Yep. So three years. H- how do you win a World Series? <laughs> three. Something is not right. It's unbelievable. I'm thirty three years into good work. This, uh, Mets drought, and they did it in three years. Yeah. Got to hang with Mr. Met last night. That was fun. Showing him the ropes on my shows. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I introduce him to everybody. As Mr. It's Met. Even, yes, and it's even better because it's all Philly fans. Uh, do we ever mention, I don't think we've ever mentioned this to the people who listen to the podcast, though. But oh, I don't know. I don't think we have. Yeah, Mr. Met. Works is, for us uh, now. He's a quiz host. <laughs> Mr. Met 
four years as Mr. Met. We're not giving his real name. And he wrote a book. He wrote a book about it. it. So no, he loves it. it. It's a crazy you, story. You can look it up. No, he's like, I, I've never gotten turned down for a job interview because people at least want to hear the stories, even if they have no interest in hiring me. You know, and and he did point out to me, he gave me something that I will now use as an expression for the rest of my life. You know, what's your favorite like, oh, that's got to be worse than, you know how like Peter Griffith always uses those jokes? That's got to be worse than. All right. Whatever. So what, whatever. Is, what is my favorite of those expressions? Yeah, so no, I got my new one. All right, go ahead. That's worse than Mr. Met on Bat Day. That's worse than oh, being right. Mr. Met on Bat Day. Yeah, he's like, you try to tell 25,000 kids who are trained to hit a baseball to not hit a giant baseball with a bat that they were just handed. <laughs> he's like, I, I literally would have bruises for weeks, and I would have fears about Bat Day. <laughs> like That's the nightmare. My favorite thing about Mr. Met was that ESPN. I'd go commercial. to the hospital the day before. I'd be like, I got to call out. Where, where Mr. Met's oh, standing in the elevator, and I don't know if it's like Wingo or Scott Van Pelt, they get in the elevator, and Mr. Met's standing there, and they're like, did you hear about so-and-so and Mrs. Met? Mrs. Met. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Met's just standing there. The background with that smiley face. I think it was the Philly Fanatic. Apparently, he told me there's only been two dudes that have ever been the Philly Fanatic, and well, the second guy has been there since, like, 96. Really? Yeah, and he still does it. That's a that's a good gig. Did you ask him what that Mr. Met gig paid? I did not. I don't like asking those things. I, get, I would ask him. Yeah, I'd ask him. He's a, he's an approachable Met. Yeah, there's like, certain people you wouldn't ask that to. But right, he's not one of those guys. No, no there's there's I'd be no question. Having that conversation with him next time. Yeah, I'd like to know just in case I decide to ever. I mean, plus he gave it up. So wisely, man. How much can you? <laughs> How much can you handle of that, man? That's true, man. Other people's kids. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Worse than dealing with like kids, no. you don't know who they are. All right, give me a uh, give me a question here. I, I did. Did I? Did we wrap this up? What was the? Uh, who who won four majors in the eleven? Years, oh no, you so... didn't give me an answer. I'm sorry. Okay, I meant to say Rory. Oh, Rory McIlroy. Yeah, I would have gotten down that list. Damn it. All right. Yeah, good for him. He he took uh, good advantage. He's a name I know now, so I didn't before. There you go. Uh, all right, here's my last uh, sports question. Prior to winning their historic first round series against heavily uh, Stanley Cup, heavy Stanley Cup favorites Toronto or Tampa Bay, which just happened, right? Four zero sweep. Yeah, we were just talking about Tampa Bay last week. Yeah, we we did Best a team we killed the year, them sixty two wins. We killed them. We brought that Quizzo curse another, right back. Not a single win. In the Goodbye. I couldn't name them. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I heard them doing something. All right. Eh, goodbye. They're they're an afterthought now. Hope you enjoy that, Tampa. Like that is crazy. This is right. They're they're number two all time in the four major pro sports as having the highest winning percentage and not sing, winning a single playoff game. Can you tell me the team that had a higher winning percentage that didn't win a single postseason game of the oh, four major pro sports? No. You and I were together watching the game that they lost. <laughs> what sport? Football. I, I'll narrow it down for you. What 15 and one NFL team didn't win a single postseason game? Was it Minnesota? You woke up that morning and said to me, I, "I know how it feels." And I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "You just know something's gonna go wrong today." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah." Was it Thanks the Packers? To, yeah. Remember Packers 15 and one lost to Eli and the Giants oh, when it hit that that's right. Hail Mary we, at the end of the half. Oh, that's that. right. I've totally blocked that out of my memory completely when they were the last seed. They won the Super Bowl that year too. 
the year before, the Packers won the Super Bowl. Right, but the Giants won the that Super Bowl. 13-0. and Yeah. Ended up finishing 15-1, lost to the Chiefs, or only lost to the season. And the home playoff game after the bye, the first game. Yeah. Against and then Eli. the Giants won. Well, the Giants had that Eli, nasty pass rush back Eli then. Eli never won a postseason game in a year that he didn't win the Super Bowl. Right. So. Right. That's crazy. Yeah, but, I totally forgot about that. We were, we were like, you're like, yeah, you just had that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, you must have just seen it on my face that morning. I, I did. I like, like, something is just not Doesn't feel good go right. at all. Yeah, yeah, I had that one. I woke up the morning of the uh, AFC Championship game against the Indianapolis Colts uh, with the Jets, and mm-hmm. I just knew. I just knew. Like, the Pittsburgh game, I didn't. The Pittsburgh game, I genuinely had a feeling we could win that game. Go to the Super Bowl. That was the year Pittsburgh lost to the Packers. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We would have played you. Yep. Uh, still wouldn't have won. Have but Talk about a civil war. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have felt like my team had a shot. Like, whatever you thought about your team was the opposite of how I felt about that. I was like, we are doing this with Smoke and Mirrors and Mark Sanchez. I don't know how. I don't. It doesn't make any sense at all. I never had any confidence in that team. As weird as it sounds. The defense I liked. I liked the defense. They had some Jim Leonard. I liked him when he was first the Jet. All right. <clears throat> so, right. so this would I got like a th- – oh, did you ask me one? I didn't. But, okay, go. Uh, well, I asked you. Um, so oh, prior, you prior to beating them, playoffs. how many playoff series have the Columbus Blue Jackets won in their history prior to winning this playoff series? Zero. Zero. <laughs> Can you freaking believe that? This <laughs> team – we just talked team. about Arizona winning the World Series in three years, right? This team has never won a playoff series before. I feel like they've been around for, what, almost 20 years now at this point, right? Is it that long? Yeah, like an obscenely, a, a way longer time than you think. Yeah, because like, if you had told me they've been around for five seasons, I would have believed you. No. But you're saying they're around for like, 20. I'm saying, like, I'm saying more than a dozen. I'm saying over under 12, Nick. Are you taking the over or the under? Only because you said that. If you had, if you had asked me before we had this conversation, I would have taken the over. Uh, yeah, you're, you're looking at uh, founded in 2000. This is 19 season. 19. Yeah, so they had not won a playoff series in 20 years of competition. <laughs> and that's and in then, hockey, which is like bad teams right, win they win everything. I mean, like, what's the ridiculous. difference? Like, just they win it just because. And now they go up against the best team the NHL has seen in the last 10 years, winning just— last, No, last 24 right. years. Right, last 24 seasons, and they lose 4-0 and 4-0. get torched. And I think they won like seven to two. Last you know, the day. lesson there, the lesson there is that first game is everything because they lost in overtime on a heartbreaker, and that is just a gut punch when you lose that first game, especially in a heartbreaking manner. I always, I never can remember a team that has lost a gut punching first game in overtime and come back to win the series. So if you're a Vegas guy, I'd love to know what that does to you, but I, I seem to think it destroys you. You can't come back from it. All right, we'll take a look going into the next into the next round. Yep, I do think if you get a hot goalie, sure, in hockey, it's just one of those. That's things. Everything. A hot goalie, or if you have a player that could just go like you know dad mode. Yeah, but like even a, a but even then, it's, it's so different because of the you shifts. You know, that guy's only on the ice a third of the time, so it's it's uh it's just such a different sport to have. Even, but yeah, you're right. I mean, having that superstar doesn't hurt. All right, let's move on to geography history. You want to fire away with the uh, first one? What is the most visited country in the Caribbean? Hmm. What is the most visited country in the Caribbean? The harder they come, the harder they fall. One and all. 
That was terrible. Um, hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. I want to say Jamaica, but well, I... Well, clearly from your... Uh, yeah, but I can't imagine that's the right answer. I just can't imagine that that's the right answer. It's not the right answer. No, but it isn't. It's not Cuba. <laughs> Should be. Should be, yes. Um, Still waiting for the Cuban land to open up there on the on the water. God, what a great question. Self a nice little hut. Do uh, Virgin Islands count? If well, I think each one would be its own oh. destination, right? Yeah, then definitely no way. All right, let's uh, start caution. Let's go with Aruba. No, what? I would have Bermuda. I would have thought the Bahamas. Bahamas. That's what I would have thought, and it's not. Come now it's always this. I think recently in the last Largo, tw- twenty Montego, years has gotten way more popular. We go down to Kokomo. The Dominican Republic. Wow. That I, I'm certainly aware of its existence. That would never have been my... Did you ever end up going down there? Yeah, I've been there. Uh, right, but oh, did no, you no, ever no, go... No, not not for that reason. Okay. <laughs> she came here, remember? Yeah, I wasn't sure if you ever... I, I knew yeah. you were down in Florida and were maybe going to go. The Dominican Republic is far away. Yeah. I told you, I, I scouted uh, out a trip there a couple like years ago, and, and it was like hours. it was a six-and-a-half-hour flight and then like a donkey ride through the mountains, and I would get to this <laughs> beautiful resort on the other side, but then I'd have to wait for uh, you know, for a kayak to take me back home uh, six weeks later. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It, it was people pretty that rough. I've talked to that have been there, some people like love it, and then other people, like I've talked to people who are like ready to cut their vacation short. Sure. I was kind of right in the middle. Yeah. But it is a long You have a cruise trip, trip to get back on. It's a lot easier. Which is when I went. So, oh, right, right. Yeah, see, I just flew the down there, and then the two hours of immigration, the outdoor, like you're in a cattle situation where you're, like, lined up out. You know, their, their airport is outside. <laughs> <laughs> you're just, you know, hundreds of people in line airport. going through we have customs. More resembling and then a you get air. On a, air. We have air. I've never been so thirsty in my life. And then, like, you get on this bus, and now you're traveling through. It's wow, it's nuts. But uh, then you get to the resort. Yes, and then you're happy. All right. Um, <clears throat> we are in geography history, so let me ask you this question, Nick. What country is the world's largest producer and exporter of rough diamonds by volume? Rough diamonds? By volume. What country exports... And produces the most diamonds. Right, so am I looking for the country that they mine it from? I don't know. This question. South is, Africa. Good guess. Incorrect. Is it in Africa? It is not. All right. So then I'm thinking Belgium. Incorrect. That's why I asked the question. It's a is good it question. Antwerp in Belgium? Nope. Where's Antwerp? Belgium. Oh, it is. That's, yeah, okay, yeah. That, that's what I was saying. But that's the diamond sales capital. Right, so, so I, was, I, I, I thought that they were excavated in South Africa and then brought to... The, the largest producer and exporter of rough diamonds by volume in the world is Russia. Really? Yes. They have the... That ma- sounds they like have something mass. you hear on the show. Like, I got Russian diamonds. It's like, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you got Russian diamonds. Chinese diamonds sounds <laughs> oh, yeah, cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah sounds for like sure. That but... Chinese crab meat that they sell you. 
<laughs> yeah, whatever that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, like the thing that I'm most aggravated at Donald Trump for doing of all the things that he did as president uh, that people complain about. No one ever complains about this, but he has allowed poultry to be imported from China. So now like every Chinese restaurant you go to, you're eating now Chinese chicken. And that used to be illegal. That's literally a thing? Yeah. Why would you import a chicken? Co- I could go to Sam's up the street. Yeah. I could buy a whole I'll, chicken. I'll let your head wrap around why it would be so much cheaper. No, no, I'm just saying, a whole chicken. It's like three bucks. <laughs> it's, it's, it's $5 already cooked. That's what I'm saying. In a container. Yeah. So right. what could a chicken cost to, import, <laughs> to, to, bring I'm just from, telling you. to bring it from China? Not a fan. I don't like that. There was a reason why we didn't I don't think I'm going to eat Chinese food anymore. I, I think <laughs> right now I have just decided I'm done, I'm done with Chinese, Chinese food. food. Yep. I think I might also be done with chicken if I can't like see Where that it was from. an actual chicken or something. Right. Like, right. It wasn't a headless yeah. embryo running yeah, around. I want to be able to actually identify that it was at one point an actual <laughs> chicken. <laughs> he needs to come with a picture. <laughs> this, is, this is Jimmy right before he was executed. <laughs> Some dumb picture. Yeah, I need a certificate of authenticity on that chicken. Uh, all right, yeah. So nothing like a good. So Russian you're telling diamond. me they're importing chicken from China? That's a true story. Yeah, it's a true story, and and that Trump is the first person to allow them to do that. I I, I gotta look into that. I don't, I don't go I don't go crazy. Know what the? Yeah, I, I'm not a fan. Not I, a, I, as you say it, I have noticed the chicken in Chinese food is not the same consistency as chicken that you would buy anywhere else. There's like a little chewier texture. So there's something to it that's a little off. Yeah, right. That's what it is. <laughs> well, <laughs> now you're never figuring eat, it out. I'm never eating Chinese food again. Nah, boy. It's like, uh, it's like Chernobyl. That's a good place to import food from. Let's go there. Let's get that stuff in here. Uh, you got one for me? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know what I'm not eating for lunch. I'll tell you that. Uh, which is the youngest branch of the U.S. military? The youngest branch. The Coast Guard. That is not correct. No? Gotcha. The Air Force. Air Force, uh, yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> Stupid. Didn't, didn't, but, uh, see, didn't really think about uh, that everybody's gonna fall thoroughly. Forward, yeah, I mean, just because. You're like, eh, hey, Coast, Coast Guard. Guard. Did you say newest or least important? <laughs> what did both. you say? I, can't, I don't know. We've had both for 200 Those Army years. guys have always been telling me there's. They're not that important what they do. My dad was in the Coast Guard. Did you know that? Well, I knew that he had a military background. And if, if you <laughs> background? Me, if you if by background it. you mean he figured out which branch of the military he could join to not die in Vietnam because he couldn't shoot the broadside of a barn, then, then yes, that, the then that would be the one. My dad got panicked because he was in law school and he had some, uh, like, uh, some uh, some draft commission uh, give him a deferment status to finish law school, but he finished early, and then they recalled the deferment and put him in a draft position. So what? he was, yeah, it was like they they basically screwed him. They said, oh, don't worry about it. If you finish early, you'll be fine. You can still, you know, oh no no, he finished Scott College early. He had six months before law school was starting. Okay, and they drafted him during that six months. Wow. Which he wasn't supposed to, that wasn't supposed to happen. You were huh. supposed to be able to, if you were in school, wow. not do whatever. So I think he, he like rushed around. He got, uh, he applied to all these different uh, law schools to, uh, that had a January entry as opposed to a, a fall entry so that he could start early so he wouldn't be drafted. That's why he went to St. John's. And I think uh, somewhere in the middle of that, 
uh, law degree, he got a notice that the uh, Coast Guard Reserves had space open. So he's like, let me jump in there, jump into the Coast Guard Reserves because I'm guarding my coast at the very least. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not running out to the Is Vietnamese that coast. Was in? What a W jumped in. Was, uh, I think it was in the Army Reserves. It was in the Army Reserves. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, let me ask you this question, Nick. Uh, Katowice. Katowice, called Ground Zero for esports tournaments, is a city in what European country? This is the most famous esports city in the world. It is so known amongst esports circles for what it does that the population of the city doubles when they're holding events. Uh, can I get the pronunciation again? Katowice. Katowice. It's spelled K-A-T-O-W-I-C-E. Katowice is called Ground Zero for esports tournaments. It is a city in what European country? Can you use it in a sentence? I can. If you are stupid enough to spend $3,000 to go see people play video games on a screen, you're most likely doing it heading to Katowice in this country, in Europe. That K, first letter K. Isn't that great? What a name for a city. Katowice. Katowice. Have you ever heard that name ever before in your life? No. No. It is the most famous city in esports. You can instantly identify somebody who knows anything about esports by asking them, what's the most famous city in esports in Europe? And if the answer is not Katowice, they don't know what they're talking about. For the sake of time, is it in Scandinavia? No. Okay. Germany? Nope. Poland. Mm. The most famous esports city in the world is this middle of nowhere Polish city. How did that happen? That's a great story. Um, they figured something out. They had a vision as a city for uh, being on the uh, on the be- ahead of the curb, and they built this ridiculous arena just for esports. And they put in the fastest internet connections the world had ever seen, just for esports, and it attracted some major events. <clears throat> and now I was actually thinking Russia. Because of the name, yeah. but you had already sort of had a Russia question, yeah, so yeah, I figured yeah. you weren't going to go no, back there again. That's in Poland, uh, and they had 300,000 people show up there for over two weeks. These the the got city's got 140,000 people. These people got nothing to do? Is that what it is? I mean, you people don't have homes? What, don't you, you people gotta, have you jobs? You got a job or something? I mean, you, got, you just you got go, a to, job or something? go to Katowice for esports? For esports for two weeks for $3,000? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's it's an amazing thing. If you go look at this city, it's been totally transformed by this. Yeah, man, I don't know what's happening. It's, you look at these Major League Baseball stadiums across the country, and obviously baseball's doing well because they can pay people $400 million. Sure. But, man, the seats are just empty. That's, and then yeah. you got 300,000 people. I took my kids to a game the other day. I was home at my house, and I'm an hour away from the stadium. From Philly. I was home in the sixth inning. That's funny. (laughs) That's funny. I was home. It's a different state, folks, (laughs) that we're talking about here. He's in a different state. It was maybe 40 degrees, 30 mile an hour wind. Yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to, like, you know, talk to my six year old about baseball. Hi, honey. It's great. She's like, (laughs) I'm sitting there. I'm drinking a $15 beer. (laughs) Right. 
freezing my ass off. Yeah, like, let's go home. With three people bitching at me. Right, let's go <laughs> home. Like, let's go home. I tried to do something let's nice. Let's go home. Let's go home. Yeah. Let's go home. Okay, this was a big waste <laughs> of money. Glad we could have a family day. Remind me next year. I think about right, to taking do it my in kids to July. Hey, Drew, you got those Yankee tickets? That's what well, I'm not going say. in July. Hey, 100 degrees. Yeah, it's the opposite. And, yeah, yeah. September. That was the time to go. Yeah, September. Maybe I'll take them in September. Yeah, because maybe there's actually games being played that are worth it. I have taken them. I did take them to a September game once, and it was you know, more enjoyable. We made it the whole game. Ooh. I'm like, it is the sixth inning, and I'm home. All right. Um, <laughs> that's pretty bad. <laughs> Give me one more, and then we'll move on to entertainment. Oh, let's just go to entertainment. Let's move on to entertainment. What is the first SNL skit to be turned into a movie? Oh, ever? Yeah, what was the first Saturday? Blues Brothers. Night? Yes. 1980. Yeah, absolutely. No question. Um, I can tell you the worst one ever. Is it the one with that little guy? Uh, what's his name? That little guy. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty bad. <laughs> whatever, whichever, whatever you're talking about sounds sounds bad. It sounds bad. <laughs> yeah. What is this? Uh, oh, I was thinking think those two buffoons, Night at the Roxbury. Uh, is that the word? Yeah. Who's the little buffoon of the two buffoons? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Uh, I don't remember his name. Will Ferrell's one of the buffoons, isn't he? Oh yeah, right. He's the big buffoon. Yeah. yeah, the other one, Chris Kattan. Chris Kattan. Yeah, but Chris Kattan was in a movie that was like just about Chris Kattan, I think. He was the main guy. Oh, my God. I could not watch that. Let's see. Yeah, he's a weird dude. Filmography. Now, the worst that I'm thinking of, I mean, yeah. I also... Corky that... Romano. <laughs> that was Corky the... Romano? Yeah, are you familiar with Corky Romano? I am not familiar with it. It is an American mafia comedy film starring Chris Kattan. Yeah, no good. Yeah. <laughs> Corky Romano. It sounds funny, though. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's a, it's a mob spoof. Yeah, I would imagine. That's Corky not a character. Corky Romano was the first thing. It's why we're thinking of the same guy, though. Yeah, yeah. The, the, um, the one that comes to mind that they should never have made is uh, Superstar. Superstar. Mary Catherine Gallagher, like that girl that smells her, puts her hands underneath her I know her, but I don't know the movie it. Superstar. Yeah, the movie is called Superstar. The character that she does has her oh, okay. own movie. Yeah, Will Farrell's in that one, too. Of course he is. Jeez, what year was that film? 99. 99. I was clearly busy. In that. It was a very <laughs> busy year in 99. All right, Nick, not, let, not me, let me ask you this question, then. I'll, I'll uh, save my... I'm going to switch the order of two questions I was going to ask, but I'll ask you this. This is what I had mentioned, reference on the phone that I wanted to tell you about. Did you see who has now started his own podcast as a fictional character that he once played in a movie? Will Ferrell. Yes. He He's, does a Anchorman. Uh, the Ron uh, Burgundy podcast. Have you heard the Ron Burgundy podcast yet? I only heard a clip that he had uh, Dinklage from yeah. Game of Thrones on, and he was calling him like Tylenol Lannister, and he was calling it... Uh, Tylenol Lannister. And he's like, so tell me about this, uh, what was it? Some, instead of Game of Thrones, he called it like, you know, the something else. I right. don't know. It's funny. But I that, that's it. all I heard was the clip. Absolutely love it. It's hysterical. It's all in character. And uh, I don't know. It's fantastic. So I'm giving you a free plug, Will Ferrell, for the Ron Burgundy podcast. All right. I got one for you. I only have one more. All right, so I figure we have to talk about Game of Thrones. I hope so. I was waiting. 
That's actually what I should have led with as an intro. What did I do? <laughs> the insults. The oh, yeah, yeah. Uh... I was bored. I'll give you a good Game of Thrones intro eventually. All right. I just want to... Take it a second here because I want to uh, Tylenol Lannister. That's a pretty. F- that's funny. <laughs> yeah, well, literally. Oh, called Game of Thrones something funny, and it's. Not, I'm not remembering it, but all right. So this. Uh, so which character from Game of Thrones is played by an actor who had three number one singles on the UK charts? And two number one albums on the UK. Braun. Braun. Yes. You knew that? I did. Not <laughs> only did I know that, I've watched the video of okay, his singing say, group. It's like nothing you've <laughs> ever seen roof? before. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Is that you've the seen worst it? thing you've ever I watched it this morning. It's, it's, it's the best worst thing you've ever seen, when though. The it's two of them are like tap dancing <laughs> on top of the roof. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, this is Braun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know how you never mentioned that to me. Robson and Jerome. Robson and Jerome. Yep. There you go. I I mean, that's not a little bit of success. That's a lot Three of success. He's uh, part of Robson and Jerome. That's famous, but I love the fact that no one in America has ever heard of that. He's got blonde hair, Jerome. That's all I remember. I remember I, I have this vivid memory of the two of them singing a duo together wearing these white cardigan sweaters. And there I'm was just an unchained melody. Yeah. That's another video. Yeah. That yeah. 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 was at ex- number one on the UK charts, like in the 90s. <laughs> Robson and Jerome doing unchained melody. Whoa, Robson. It looks like a pat. Like when you're watching it now, it looks like him they're fake. As Bron, yeah, it looks like they're making fun of him. Making fun of yeah, those. those guys. And it's like, oh, yeah, he's doing that for real? No, he did that and for real. And then the whole up on the roof video where he's like a businessman and his coat gets stuck in a taxi. Up on the roof. Is so then, like, just the taxi pulls away, and he's having a bad day, so he changes clothes with, like, the delivery boy, and then he goes up on the roof to have tea. <laughs> start breaking out into dance. It's just, it's too bad. I mean, it's just awful. <laughs> like, what, what is this? It's, it's Game of Thrones, The fact folks. that you could go on to become Braun after that. He just... rebounded. He rebounded. The only reason he's able to do that is because nobody in America knew who he was. Oh, absolutely. Like, there's no way J.C. Chazez from NSYNC could come back and be, you know, a star in Game of Thrones. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, Did you see that uh, NSYNC joined Ariana Grande on stage? Can uh, you call him NSYNC, NSYNC without Justin Timberlake in him? Like, they're really not NSYNC, right? I mean, yeah, it's it's like on the Grateful Dead without Jerry. More like sync. Well, Jerry's dead. He didn't decide not to. Yeah. I don't know. They don't call themselves the Grateful Dead either. They call themselves the Dead. The Dead. That's what I'm saying. Instead of in sync, they should just call just themselves sync. Yeah. Okay. That was my I joke. Can, I can go with that. <laughs> oh, I, I, I didn't get what you were saying. No, no. I could go with that. Yeah, they're just yeah, sync. Call themselves sync. Yeah, makes sense. Because <laughs> none of them have been able to have any career. I love that they still call them boy bands, and it's like they're middle-aged men, middle-aged man bands. Are not they're a man bander. You want something interesting? I, I, I saw. Sure. You know who Dwayne Wade's wife is? No. I don't. No idea. No. Do you know who the Banana Boat Crew is? Nope. You've never heard this Banana Boat Crew being thrown around. Neg- this is more of a sports question. Negatory. Than I... Nope. So when all right, so there's four basketball players 
that went on a vacation together, like in 2015 or something. Okay. Like and there was a picture of them. And they're called the Banana Boat Crew. Because they were wearing Banana Boat. No, they were lotion. on three of the four of the Four of them were on vacation together. Right. Three of the four were actually on a banana boat. There's a photo oh. of the three of them on a banana boat with them and Dwayne Wade's wife. Okay. But they're just called the Banana Boat Crew. Okay. You've never heard that before? No. All right. It's, it's LeBron, Dwayne Wade, Carmelo Anthony, and Chris Paul. Okay. I knew those and for four a while were they friends. talked about those guys playing together, yeah, and they would refer to them as like the banana boat crew mm-hmm. because there's this photo of them. So anyway, Dwayne Wade's wife is, is on the banana, but her her name's Gabrielle Union. Yeah, I know that name. I know that name. She was in like Bring It On. Yeah, 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 something yeah, like yeah. that. So I was going to give you within ten years, how old is Dwayne Wade's wife, Gabrielle Union? Thirty-eight. Well, you got it. she's forty-six. Nice. I got it within ten years. Yeah. Wow, she's older she than him. Like, I was like, I, I'm thinking. Yeah, so she's, she's like be 10 old. years older than yeah, him. Yeah, she's got to be older than him by a lot. But she looks like she's 25. Like, she was in Bring It On. Like, isn't that movie? Yeah, like, I told you what happened when I saw Pete Davidson's girlfriend. I was like, she's how old? What? Oh, Kate Beckinsale? Yeah, Kate Beckinsale. I thought she was like 29, 30. Wait, Kate Beckinsale she's like was doing grown-up movies like when we were in college. Yeah, right. Gabrielle Union was in Bring It On. Bring It On. Yeah. She was like playing a teeny bopper when we were in college. Yeah. Right. That's crazy. Yeah, so Dwayne Wade getting the cradle rock. He's the cradle. He is the cradle. Good for you, Dwayne. I think that lasts. I don't well, know. It's, you know, I mean, they've been together through all this basketball. I would think it's harder as you're a player than it would be once you. But it does seem like they more settle down once they retire, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, who knows? That's interesting. That age. So, uh, it seems unnatural to when a guy marries a woman that's that much older than him. But it does last. Look at uh, Tim Robbins, right? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm saying I've actually seen more of those that seem like they go. They they go okay. Like uh, like even my buddy who's married to Lisa Loeb. She's a decade older than him. They've been together for 15 years She's now. She's 50? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There's there's a lot of those that I could point to uh, where I've seen and seems to. Who's older, Kurt Russell or Goldie Hawn? I think they're like almost the same age. She might be older, though. I think she might be a little bit older, but they're really close. I'm trying to think of other examples. They're like peers, they, but peers don't count. It's, it's like somebody that's like 10 years older, like a decade older. Oh, uh, Shakira. Great example. Shakira's married to Gerard Piquet. Shakira, okay. Shakira's 12 years older than him. All right, so Kurt Russell is 68. Wow, if Goldie Hawn is 68, God bless her, because she looks unbelievable. My guess is she is older than 68, but let's see. No. 73. Jesus. There wow. Five, Five years. years. Crazy. Good for them. All right. Uh, here's my last question of the right. Quizzo Trivia Podcast episode. What we assume is 106, did we say? We think. Might be 105, though. Don't know. We're <laughs> going to find out once I open up the file, folks. Um, who had 10 number one singles on the Billboard Hot 100 charts, including, if you know what I mean, Desiree and You Don't Bring Me Flowers? Who has had 10 number one singles on the Billboard Hot 100, including, if you know what I mean, Desiree, and You Don't Bring Me Flowers. Mm. I will tell you this. The other seven, if I had given you any of the other seven, the answer would come so fast your head would spin. So I had to work to find the three. And even the third that I said, I was like, this is going to be tight. You Don't Bring Me Flowers? Yes. That was the only one that, that you even I, feel I, like I you've heard before. but... 
tough with no time frame. I mean, you got 50 years of the Billboard charts. Absolutely, but 10 number ones. <clears throat> Those yeah, are three of them. Three of them I never heard of. You Don't Bring Me Flowers? That's the name of it? Mm-hmm. Gonna have to dip into one of the other seven. I mean, I, I could take a random guess. <laughs> if I dip into the one of the other seven, uh, you're, you're pretty much guaranteed. You ready? I mean, ten is 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 one of those numbers where it's like, is it a relatively new artist? No. Okay, so not at all. That's what because you don't bring me flowers sounds old. It's old. He's old. Sinatra. Good guess. Right. Not right. I got you. I did, the whole quiz was orchestrated around a theme. <laughs> and the it, theme? The theme. Almost every question I asked Neil had the Diamond. same thing. Neil Diamond. Almost every question I asked you today, Nick, was diamond related. I hope you paid attention. We're back on the diamond baseball. Everything was diamond related. Neil Diamond, Russia's Diamond. You got me all the way from Neil Diamond. Birthstone Diamond, Marilyn Never Monroe, the Diamondbacks. I put oh, a lot of I put a lot geez. of thought into this today. A lot of diamonds. A lot of diamonds. I don't know why I got on that diamond kick, but well, that's uh, the birthstone. That's the April birthstone, that's exactly. Birthstone. I figured we got to celebrate something. And in episode one hundred and five or one hundred and six, I didn't know what we we're gonna focus. What were those on. three Neil Diamond songs again? So uh, Desiree. Okay. Uh, if you know what I mean. Okay. And you don't bring me flowers. All right. So growing up. My, you know, Neil Diamond. My, my Neil Diamond album was Neil Diamond's greatest hits. Sure. Okay. I love that album. You don't bring me flowers. We'll be on it for sure, and Desiree will be on it for sure. That's what I wanted to check. It's the the flowers one. I, I was thinking that that's how. You don't bring me flowers. All right. Cherry, cherry. Oh no, no, New Orleans girl, you'll be a woman soon. Do it. You got to me, solitary man, Kentucky woman. Thank the Lord for the night. Red, red wine, hanky panky. The boat that I row. Yeah. Oh wait, here we go. Sweet Caroline, brother love Shiloh, holy holy Brooklyn rose, crackling rose, play me done too soon. Stones, song song blue. Solomon, I am. I said n- n- none of them are none on. None of those are on it. Crazy. That's <laughs> crazy. That is crazy. Three crazy. number one hits. Three number one hits, not, not even on not that on list. Gra- that well, when I hits. looked at the list of the number ones, at least I'm not mad at myself. No, you shouldn't like, be, because that's your album. favorite album this that is you the remember. Album I listened to. But when I was looking at the songs, <clears throat> I literally went and picked out the three I'd never heard of. Uh, yeah. That's how I did the question. Yeah. So I, I, I should say I had heard of. You don't bring me flowers, but I figured it was the least recognizable of yeah, that list. That, of that one sounded familiar, but I couldn't. Yeah, place the other it. number ones are all like Sweet Caroline, Crackle and Rosie. Like you get, yeah. you know, Shiloh. Like those are going to be. I just would have been mad if one of those was on his greatest hits. Like, right? how no. would I have forgotten that album? I no. listened to that album because you nailed it. Yeah. You 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 knew that it wasn't on there, which is almost its own question. Yeah. So, all right, uh, throw one more back at me, and then we'll call it a day. And I, I'm going to play you out with some Robson and Jerome because there's one song on Spotify. <laughs> All right. Uh, what was the first film to feature Jay and Silent Bob? Oh, Clerks. Are you kidding me? Way too easy for me. Way too easy for me. My all right, favorite. here we go. I got one for you. Yeah, I I, one first of all, you. I've seen Clerks like 50 times. Right. So. That's too easy. All right. See, I, I was not as much of a fan of that as, as you are. So that would have been harder for me because I would have had it between. My favorite scene in that is when she's talking to her boyfriend about all the guys she's gone down on because he's like, I thought you said you've only slept with six guys. She's like, yeah, I did, I yeah. did only sleep with six guys. That's my least favorite part. But I've got, but I gave <laughs> hand to like 
a lot of others. Like, and he's like, like how many? How many others? <laughs> What's the number? 43? 43? Does that include me or not include me? 44? <laughs> yeah, it is It is literally, you can't get over, like, get, right? No. No. <laughs> you know, I mean, no, that's, that's it. it. You that's just it. gotta walk out that's of there it. right then and there. No, the best is when he Call goes when, when she goes out and she's like, I'm over this and and he's like uh, <laughs> she goes uh he says that she's going out, try not to suck you know, suck <laughs> yeah, yeah, in the parking lot. And then I think it's Jay who like immediately sees that <laughs> and turns and starts walking right to her. It's the best. That's my favorite yeah, you scene. Can't, you, can't, you, can't, you can't get over that. That is the, that is the best <laughs> scene in that movie. That's great. All right. All right, so here's one for you. Okay. If that was too easy, try some of this. I should have struggled. Academy Award winning actor. I should have pretended like I had this struggle. What Academy Award winning actor? Marlon Brando. Uh, Paul Rudd. What uh, Academy Award winning actor appears in 1987's Jaws: The Revenge, the third installment of the franchise? Richard Dreyfus. Nope. He was out by then. Back for more. <laughs> the Revenge, the third installment. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that Jaws 3D? Was The Revenge the Jaws 3D movie? I remember that. No, I think Jaws 3D was later. That was a big deal. I'll check that out. Oh, well, yeah, that was like the most. So basically, who uh, chose to forgo their artistic integrity for a paycheck is what you're asking me. Jaws 3D came out in 1983. Oh, wow. So it was. uh, I'm sorry, this is the fourth installment. Yeah, because Jaws 3 was Jaws 3D. You know, there's something odd with this I don't have down because, oh, sorry, my bad. The Revenge was Jaws 4, my okay. bad. Jaws 4 yeah, so the Revenge. Is, so even worse. Academy Award this is even worse. Actor 1987. Jaws the Revenge, Jaws 4. 1987. Like, is it a sir? Is it like a <laughs> British guy? Like, like, are we talking about like Sir Ian McKellar or something funny like that? It's a sir. It's a sir? I got a sir? Are you serious? I nailed How that? How did you come up with that? Because <laughs> I thought the only thing that could be absurd, more <laughs> absurd, is if I had somebody <laughs> that was sir. like... You're all was over, was, <laughs> was like a real actor, like like a real. Oh no, it's a real actor. Lawrence Olivier. It's a real actor, like Lawrence Olivier type, like uh, like that no, level. He's not that dated. Okay, but um, no, this is. Is it the guy that played Obi One? Nope. Uh, sir, that's that's an Ian. Sir, uh, Obi One was played by Ian. Uh, Something. Yeah, I don't know how I'm blanking on that, sir. <sighs> but don't lose your focus, man. You're all. I know, I know, I know. I'm, I'm thinking about it. Is it uh, Anthony uh, Alec Guinness? Was sir Alec Guinness. That was. That's Alec who I was thinking one. of for Jaws. Yeah. That's not it. It's not Sir Alec Guinness. Sir uh, uh, Hannibal Lecter. What's uh? Anthony, uh, <laughs> Anthony, Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. Is he a sir? 
He's he's got to be a sir. I think yeah. he's a sir. Yeah, he's definitely a sir. That's a good round, good picture round. Do we have a? Do you, you think want, we have you ten want a sirs? That's gonna make that's gonna make this even. I bet I have ten knights. I bet you I have ten knights like sir. Because yeah, like Keith Richards, and, two, right, right, Paul McCartney. Yeah, there's there's two sirs there. Right. Yeah, you got to do a sir round. All right, this guy is in one of your favorite movies. Shawshank Redemption. No sir in Shawshank Redemption. That's what I'm saying. Um, God, British actor. In one of my favorite movies. Well, what's the movie? Ah, that's a dead that's giveaway. A dead giveaway? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. He's the star of it. He's one of the two stars of it. Oh. Mm. I could tell you he is 86 years old. Still alive? Still alive. It's awesome. Oh, geez. I feel bad. We shouldn't even mention this guy. At 86, we got to stay away from anybody <laughs> who's <laughs> he's over 70. Yes. <laughs> we, going the way of been, the Tampa Bay Lightning. We've been told to stop mentioning old people at the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Oh, man. Um, Jaws the Revenge. I'm just blanking. I, I don't know. Like, I can't even name another Sir actor. Sir, Sir Walter Raleigh. He's a great guy to do his, uh, you know, to do an impression of. Marlon Brando? There's somebody on Stern that does the greatest phony film. Oh, no way. Yeah, this I believe. Sir Michael Caine. <laughs> Sir Michael Caine. <laughs> yeah, he's star. been in everything. And I don't know why I didn't I don't know why I didn't just go right to him because he's been in everything. You do the movie and you get the paycheck and then you do another shitty movie <laughs> and get another paycheck. And, and that's he's been how it in, works. He's been in a couple of and your people fi- forget. Yeah, the, the he's the been one, Blame It on Rio. Blame It on Rio right. and also Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. Yeah. Michael Caine is is up there with one of the great. But and I you know what? Listed those movies that should have been the first person I mentioned because if there's any. Well, once you said a sir, I was like, <laughs> you're going to get this. Oh, yeah. yeah because I was. Cause... But you see, I don't view him as a real. Like, I view him as the kind of guy that would definitely take Jaws Part 4. <laughs> there's no part of me that would be like, no way. That guy did that. That's like, like oh, absolutely the fourth yeah. installment. Yeah, of if you see like you know Sharknado Nine and and Michael Caine's in it, don't be surprised, folks. He does those types of things. That's that's what he does. So, all right. On that note, with episode one hundred and six, what we think, or maybe one hundred and five, Quizzer Trivia Podcast. For Nick, my name is Drew. I leave you all with Robson and Jerome, bridge over troubled water, Nick. <laughs> <laughs>